Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 33 of ComposerCast. On this episode, we only talked about Amanita games. Well, well including the odd tangent. You have to yeah. have an odd tangent. You have to. You can't have a normal one. And it has one. to be odd, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, we, yeah, we tried to stick to the, 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 the brief, William. We tried to stick to the Amanita brief. And also, you know, you know, rectify absolutely everything that we said last week. Mainly me. Mainly me. And yeah, yeah. This episode, we just, we stuck on the Amanita. Um, we talked about uh, Samorost uh, 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Well, actually, we didn't really touch on 2, did we? We did Not a bit of 1, bit. Summer 3, and Machinarium. Yeah. And how good the music is. Oh, just and how, how good the bloody games good are. it is. And we've got some nice tracks to play. Wait a minute, who are you? Oh, we do this every time, don't we? Yeah. Don't introduce ourselves. Well, what if someone jumps in on this episode? Just hears two guys. Just two, two guys. Just two cool dudes. Yeah, just that's, hanging that's out, we just are. chatting the breeze. That's what we are. Yeah, I'm I'm Will. Yeah, Helliwell. Yeah, yeah, and I'm Lloyd Tranter. There you go. Yeah, now, did now, that same sort of format you did with a little do. break in between. Yeah, yeah I don't mean to do that. That's just the awkward way I talk. That's just me forgetting my surname. <laughs> that's Lloyd. the one. That's just what it is. That's who we are, and that's what we talked about. And this is the podcast okay right I think I'll just keep that zoomed out because we know we're happy with the levels what was what you're ruining the theme tune that's the new theme tune Easy. No, we could write jingles. In it. What, what, what are we what doing wasting our time with this? this? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, do you know what I did this morning, William? What did you do this morning? What? I played from start to finish Machinarium the game. Rubbish game. Awful. I hate you. <laughs> take that back. Actually, take I it lo- back. I want to play that. So I've got it on the... Everything. IPad? Yeah, I've yeah. got it on everything, I think. I've got it on the PC and the iPad. The thing is, I'd, I think, I think I've said this millions of times, but yes. I don't think you can play a point and click properly with a touchscreen because... I was thinking about this and I know what you're going to say. Do you Just now? a little, little pointer. The little, the little, little pointer. Little, little, yeah. yeah, the little worm, man. Uh, sorry Because <laughs> when you're on the PC it. And you hover over something It changes You know yes. oh, I can click that Here's a clue yeah. But on the iPad You're just there With just a nice poke. pretty picture And you go yeah. Well I'm going to poke that bit Yeah Nope nothing no, happened It doesn't do anything Yeah Well it's also Because it doesn't just It doesn't just change the icon to Oh I can click this It changes the icon to Oh this means I can then Click that to move up Or I can click this To pick it up Or whatever Yeah um, And you don't get that on the on the iPad no but what you, you do get is a lovely experience of being able to sit on a train and play a very nice game you could do that if you had a laptop nobody has laptops anymore do they I played it on my laptop this morning yeah uh, do you know how long it's been since I turned on my laptop um, seven months and three days Jesus that's exactly to the day was yes it? how did you get that oh. What's even, more worrying is how would you know it's seven months and three days? Like, were you count? Did you have a calendar? Yeah. The last time oh, I yeah. opened this was. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I'm actually very organised, <laughs> and I've got written down every time I use my bits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. 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 But you, you played it on a laptop. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I played it and uh, realised that the last time we recorded, and I spoke as if I had some sort of authority on the game, I was wrong about everything. I still enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I, d- I didn't know you were wrong about anything. I just sort of... Yeah, but the listeners might have been sat there going, idiot, idiot, Maybe. No. This is this is our chance of redemption, though. Yes. Thank you for my chance of redemption. Thank you for allowing me my chance of redemption. <laughs> oh, I will treat this room so as a confession box. You're so welcome. On, uh, on Twitter, um, I keep getting, I'm so sorry, William. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Listener, for the misinformation that I spread. Misinformation or disinformation? Uh, misinformation is when you purposefully do it, so disinformation is what I spread. Disinformation about... Wouldn't want them to think you did it on purpose. No, I didn't do it on purpose. I'd never, no. I'd never do that to you. <laughs> I'd never do that on purpose. I'd mistakenly misinform you. Um, it's got language in it, William. There you go. It does First have language. Point yeah. I was wrong we, about. What are we talking about? Machinarium? Yeah. Okay, right. Because I played it. Yeah. Did I mention that? Yeah, played you, it. on a laptop? Yes. Yeah. With a touchpad as well, which was a bit... Naked as well. Weird. Absolutely. Weird. It genuinely was. <laughs> I was. I was covered. I had a duvet or a duvet, depending on where you're from. And uh, 
Yeah, there was a duvet up, <laughs> propped up with pillows. At some point during this morning, I decided yep. to put the laptop. So I was on my lap and I was doing it like that. And then I decided. That's why it's called a laptop. Yes, very well <laughs> done. Thank you. Uh, and then I decided to put it by my side and then lie in the fetal position and then kind of, you know, play it like that on my side. I suppose that's a good thing about point and click games. You can just. There's no rush to do stuff. No, yeah. You just, oh, I'll think about that. Oh, click. I need to go for a poo. Do I need to pause the game? No. I can just leave the beautiful sounds of Thomas Dvorak's soundtrack. I'll take it with you. I did that. What am I talking about? I did that. That happened. I took it with me. How do you have enough time to... Well, no, I don't want to know that bit. Uh, yeah, so it's got language in it. Yeah. Like in, in, immediately as well. After, <laughs> I mean, obviously the title, we've got to allow that it can say the title. So it says machinery. Okay, yeah. Says the title. That is some words, but you are allowing that. I'm allowing I'm allowing. That's good of you to allow them to do that. I'm allowing that. There's a bit of language. And then you click that. Boom. New game. What language? Oh, shit. New game. It says new game. It doesn't have like a little icon with like a little... That's still not the game beginning, though. All right, all right. So you click new game and it gives you a little lovely little animation (laughs) of a spaceship flying past. You like that Doppler effect? Weren't you? On the fly, that, that was you, it? yeah. yeah it was nice. Me. Can you hear that aeroplane, William? Can you hear that? No, that's just Lloyd's brilliant sound effects with his own voice. Uh, anyway, that flies past, and then suddenly you plonk down. Oh, here he is, Yosef, in many parts, right? The little robot guy. Yeah, and then it and then it says you can click things within this area. Ah, oh, well, that's that's a bit of instructions. But what about when you were explaining it, though? I thought you meant in the game, the characters themselves. Oh don't yeah, they never talk. say anything. Yeah, that's what. That's oh, what no, you were talking I, about, yeah, really. I know, yeah. When you say there's no language, I yeah. mean, people kind of expect hints and tips and new game. But I was, I'm pretty sure Sam Rost, now I'm going to get this wrong again. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do some research for next week. Pretty sure Sam Rost doesn't <laughs> this have is any the week. text. Oh, shit, it is. Damn it. No, we'll uh, just do what newspapers do. You just publish a story and giant print, be like, this is what it is, and then do a tiny little redaction next week. Yeah, all right, that's fine then. All right, because I'm pretty sure Sam Rost doesn't have any... It, it also, manages. we're a podcast. We're not held to any sort of standards. No, I know. Except the ones our yeah. listeners do not demand from us. No one demands anything from us. It's lovely. I would. I wouldn't mind being demanded something. Mm. Do this. No. Oh. Anyway, Samrost. No, Machinarium. No, you're just talking about Samrost. All oh, right. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that doesn't have any language in it. <laughs> <laughs> it might do. It might do. To be honest, it, it might do. No, I don't think it does. But it does have people voicing the um, all the things. Yeah, but they don't use they real, don't, no, language. They don't use real language. It's just no. that brilliant thing I did last week. <laughs> I'm going to link in the in the show notes um, the video I was watching, which does it's like a six minute video. Um, well, actually, there's an hour long video uh, with Flex talking about everything, and yeah. in that he shows the six minute video and talks over it. Okay, um, which shows all the people like recording all the voices, and oh, it's cool. really really. I could put it on now if you want to see like just the little bits. I've got it linked. Yeah, do you want to see the bit? Let, let's show you the bits. Show you the bits. Oh, so many bits being seen. So I like that one of the little devils. Yeah, yeah. That have you seen that whole puzzle? Because that turns into no, a song I haven't as well. Got into oh, that it's yet. really cool. So she's doing the little devils. Yeah. Um, what's the other one that I wanted to show you? Oh, yeah, I really like this guy. I'll show you the next one. <laughs> so she was doing the little devils. I'll put that in the episode as like a background thing. Yeah. I like this one. The salamanders. Yeah. You watch the guy. It's the same guy doing all three of them. Look at him. <laughs> William, this is what I want my job to be, please. He's not a um, he's not a professional voice artist or anything. No. I think it's just their friend yeah, yeah. who can do these really cool sounds. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. What I like about it is that the guy doing those noises just then for the salamanders, mm. you, you, what am I trying to say? You don't have to be like a professional voice artist for this thing because it's such an experimental game. 
Yeah. You can have an experimental voice. But it's just sounds, isn't it? It's just someone yeah. making sounds, and then you've got that bass sound, and you just add whatever to it. Yeah. And but I yeah. think that's what I like about this game, is that everything's so experimental. Yeah. Like, I suppose they've done all the gameplay stuff kind of before. It's just a bigger version of it. So Samurost 1... Samurai's 1 was made in Flash. Flash. And so is... Machinarium's a Flash game as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, because when I opened it this morning, it said, opening Adobe Flash. <gasps> oh. Oh, I've got a little hiccup. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, there's another thing I've got to, I've got to apologise for. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Last time I said Samurai's 1 and Samurai's 2 were impossible and rubbish, and I didn't like them. <laughs> I've right. Got, I've got to take that back. Yeah. They're brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Do you play them? Yeah. They're meant to be a lot well. shorter. Yeah, very short. Are they yeah, easier? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, there's still that sort of like obtuse puzzle thing where it's like, click this to then make a man make a noise. And then now that he's made that noise, you can slide down this pole. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, they're pretty, as in like pretty, they're beautiful, hand-drawn, cool things. I like them. With the hand-drawn stuff... What I didn't realise is that they're not just, like, drawing it. Well, I've got a bunch of information about the hand-drawn stuff. Yeah. So in, like, Samurai 3, I didn't realise... Well, do you know what Samurai means, first of all? No. Uh, I do. Go on. So Samurai in Czech means it's, like, um, a root or some kind of um, wood that looks like an animal. Okay, it's so root very... is an R-O-O-T. Yeah. So okay. it's, like, a very specific word, isn't it? But yeah. a root or a piece of wood that looks animalistic. Okay, because on the first, I'm pretty sure it's on the first Samrost and on Samros 3, yep. there's a planet or a, one of the orbiting space things that yep. is a is big root that looks like an animal. Right, yeah. So that's the name Samrost. Or the other meaning for it is, um, it's the same word for a man who doesn't care about anything else but himself. Oh, that's like the other a selfish meaning. man. Yeah. Samrost. Okay. Um, did you know, um, how are we going to pronounce it? Are we going to say Jacob or are we going to say Jacob? Jacob. Jacob. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Because that... in English it would be Jacob. Well, would it But though? his name... But it's a noun. It's a proper noun. So it's however he wants it to be said. You'd think so. But like countries have different... This is what happened. Anyway, let's call him Jacob. Jacob. Okay. I like... That's nicer. Um, do you know... Guess what grade he got? So what, for, in music? For Sam... Yeah. No. Um, for Samrost. Oh, well, he did that as a... That was his... That was his project. Oh. So the very first Samros, that was his school project. Are you going to tell me that he got like a D or something? Not, no, not that bad. He got a B. Oh, okay. But the So the young lecturers really liked it, yeah. but the older ones didn't. They were expecting, he describes it, they were expecting kind of sit on their comfy couch and just like watch a nice animated film or something like a short film. Right. But instead they were handed a laptop and told to play a game and we- they were like, oh no. Well then, they're idiots. Yeah, that was the gist of the... Of the video that I was watching. Yeah. And said, yeah, the, the young people, they liked it. The old people, nah, it wasn't wasn't what it should be. Well then, oh. Oh, uh, William, it's made me all sad. <laughs> but with the artwork, so this is the bit I didn't realise with Sam Rost. Um, I think this is for all of them. He took pictures of like moss and roots and like real objects. Yeah. And put them in the game. Oh, okay. So some of them are, the actual object itself is real, but others of them he took like pictures of mushrooms and then would take the texture of the mushroom and overlay that on the drawing and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. So that's what gives it a really nice organic kind of I'd say feeling. like collage feeling. It's yeah. Like, it's like a collage. Yeah. There's lots of layers to it as well. Yeah. I think with the parallax bit in Samaros 3, there's um, up to 10 layers of like parallax, which is a lot many the artwork itself yeah um the artist originally who was drawing it um was told it was too precise what do you mean so he was like such a good artist everything was kind of too clean and too precise for what they wanted so what he ended up doing is drawing everything with his left hand even though it's right-handed wow so it gave everything a bit more of a scribbly kind of organic feel yeah otherwise it was just yeah too precise too clean cut and it wouldn't have fitted the style of that so they said well, can you make it less clean? Yeah, yeah. And his way of doing that was, well, okay, and put the pencil in his other hand and started doing it with that. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I is, like it. It's creative. Yeah. Is that, um, is it the same artist for all of the Sam Rosts, do you know? There was an artist, I think it might be on Sam Ross 2, maybe number 3, I can't remember now. Or maybe it's Machinarium. There was an artist, there was there a There was an artist. Um, but... He, uh, Jacob felt, I'm not going to name the guy, but Jacob felt that he 
wasn't in it, like didn't have his heart in it. It was just in it for the money. Oh. And so wasn't really happy with, like the artwork looked nice. It was the yeah. same kind of stuff he'd done, a lot of a lot of what was already there. Yeah. Um, then he brought the other guy in, which was like, you do it better. I'll do it with your left hand. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, that, I like that as you well. You do it better. Actually, mm, that's do it too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, your left hand's still a bit bad. Uh, can you... Do you reckon you could put the pen up your anus? Uh, try and draw it with that, and then we'll have a little look and see what that is. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure uh, has anyone done that? Should we do a game like that, William? Take it see to the next level. See who can level. draw the best with their anus? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you, do you know get, there's an artist? I didn't know I'd be signing up for this when, when we started this podcast. Uh, we haven't signed anything yet, William. Uh, but, you have to uh, sign it with your anus. It's <laughs> um, there's an artist who swallows paint and then throws it up onto the canvas and yes. then sells that. And then there's another artist, possibly the same artist, who does the same except sh- uh, shoves it up his bum and then poos it out. Art is a tricky thing, isn't it? <laughs> like... <laughs> well, the banana and gaffer tape shows that recently, doesn't it? Do you know yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah. And then someone you know this? stole really it, didn't they? No, someone... Or did they buy it and then they... No, no, no. no. Someone, someone opened it and ate it or something. Or in the play, they're just like, oh, I'm having that. I think, I honestly don't know, yeah, maybe. But the fact that there was a banana stuck to a ball is art. Is but, uh, We've been any, through this. Yeah. Uh, well, not me and you have been through this. <laughs> we've, not, we've not taped bananas to the walls and gone, well, William, you know, I expect a lot of money for that. But we've been like, years and years ago, there's a guy called Duchamp who did... Uh, Duchamp? Duchamp. Uh, I don't know how that's spelled. Uh, but he's a French artist who um, put a urinal in the... It's in the Tate Modern. Okay. And that's it. It's yep. just a urinal. And then another artist came along and pissed in it and went, Is that that's art, art as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Everything's art, though. It's oh, what you want to make of it, yeah. isn't it? But the thing that really is truly art yes. is machinarium. Yeah. Now, let's get back to that, right? Because all I played right. all of it this morning. Okay. And even knowing all the puzzles, it still took me ages. Yeah. Um, uh, and I had to look up a few... Because some of them are like... It's not just knowing... The cool thing about machinarium is... So most point and clicks, not most point and clicks, but most of the ones that I've played, mm. it's just here's a clue to a clue to a clue, and it's just working out how to put all these objects to then get through a door. Let's right. say what is different with Machinarium then? Some of them are actual puzzles, so like a solitaire puzzle, for example. Okay, so, do you get what I mean by that? So it's I it, know puzzles, I know solitaire. Yeah, do you put know the solitaire together? I mean? Though, do you remember the solitaire where it's a big round ring with marbles? Do you know that version of solitaire? I'm pretty sure you used to have it at your old house. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I remember called that. solitaire as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. Marble solitaire. Marble solitaire. Yeah, so that I, sort I of puzzle. That. And you have to jump over each one and you can take it away. And you're meant to see how little you end up with at the end of it. Yeah, well, you're meant to end up with just one, aren't you, at yeah. the very end? Yeah, yeah, um, Well, it's those sort of puzzles. Right. So it's like logic puzzles. puzzles. As opposed- yeah, exactly. So it's not just like working out objects. So some of them I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to figure this out. So I just had to look up the solution for them just to try and get through them. But... They're good. Yeah. There's one in the game. Let's bring up a bad point about Machinarium oh, quickly. okay. It's one of these puzzles. Mm. You open up a cupboard. You walk into this room, right? And there's this big robot thing there, and he's dribbling. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> literally that noise, yeah. right? Sure. No music. For some reason, there's no music in this room. They really wanted you to focus on the dribbling, of course. Yeah, to the point where I have to mute... The game, because can we can we quickly find that bit and yeah. just to you need to hear this noise. I what I honestly want to know what the decision was because it it's mental. You want to do the typing? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm going to type in machinarium dribbling and see what comes up. Yep. Uh, no, it doesn't come up with it. There you go. There is a bit of music. There's a very faint twinkle. I guess sparkle. so, yeah. And there's a radio there that you can turn on, but when you walk away from the radio, the radio turns off. <laughs> yeah, I can see how, like, that puzzle was already taking a little while, and this is someone doing the whole game in like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, so that's that. I can see why you want to pause that. Yeah. Not pause, mute it, sorry. Yeah. Um, I just paused it. It's it it's it's pretty weird that they made that decision to put that noise in there. Um, I'd like to know who made that decision. And I'd like to have an argument with them. Uh, maybe a fist fight, some sort of... Maybe they just thought that the music was getting too nice, so you needed a break with some dribbling. A break is definitely the wrong word. Uh, yeah, so there's that <laughs> bit. Um, just after this bit, there's a puzzle that involves music, William. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, yeah. So there's some notes. Um, there's like five keys. You can press them. They each make a note. Yeah. And then to get the puzzle, you have to tune the radio to a certain frequency. You should have said spoiler alert. What? Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's right at the end of the game. What if people have only got that far and they're stuck on that bit and they've just ruined it? Well, f- sorry, carry on. <sighs> carry on. No, I don't want to now. <laughs> no, right? But the, well, they still have to work out how to do the puzzle. Okay. The radio plays a sequence of notes and then right. you have to work out what they are oh, or famous. just hear them and then repeat them right does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. I just thought that was interesting that yeah. there was a, an actual musical puzzle I like the fact they've got interactive musical bits in the game yeah that's something that lots of games don't really include but yeah. like you've got the bit um, in Samros 3 where you've got the bit with the salamanders which we just saw yeah where you're moving it's not just you're trying to work out a puzzle you are playing the salamanders yeah like you can then you move the reed up and down yeah. don't you but and... you can choose to play around before you actually do that yeah um so they've got that bit and they've also got i think when you get the there are optional bits in samarost yeah and you get achievements for them like a they what's they look kind of like um they're a circle with stuff in them yeah, and yeah. you get all those achievements and then you can loop those oh yeah they're really cool yeah I forgot yeah. about those bits yeah you open them up in a separate menu don't yeah. you and then you can and you click one and it plays a loop and then you can click another one and then that will play a loop and then I, if you had them all playing at once it would sound horrendous I think but when I was watching the video you play about five and it could sound really nice and you can make your own little loops up yeah I thought that's a nice addition They seem like games that, um, and I'm sure they are games, they don't seem like it. They're games that have the sound design in mind when they're making the puzzles. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It feels it's like... It's a prominent part of the game. It's not just, oh, let's put some music and sound on. Exactly. It's like, to... right, what's this level? This level's got, oh, it's got this weird atmospheric bit. Well, this, Flex said that he, when he's making the music, and I might have mentioned this last time, he wants, he's not thinking about composing a piece of music He's thinking about what can I do to simulate this environment the best. Yeah. Like he wants to just um, get a vibe for that specific environment. Yeah. And kind of go, well, that obviously fits with that. So for like each of the planets and stuff, he has a whole different theme and a whole different vibe. Yeah. Um, so again, in the show notes, I've got a list of, I don't know, three or four planets. Okay. And it links to each planet and you can hear the theme for that one, how different they are. Like one of them's super dancey and crazy. And the other I'm sure one, that's the devil one. Uh, yeah, it might be. Because the devil one's all, like, yeah. dancey and stuff. And there's another one which is just, like, one instrument, not really doing anything. Yeah. There's, I wrote down one. Um, and I'm sure that's to do with the characters that live on those planets as well, because there's one where there's yeah, a I think guy it's like the who whole just drinks, environment. drinks tea, so mm. I'm sure that whole one's just, like, really chilled out. And there's ones where there's, like, bath, uh, like jacuzzi baths. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure... Would... There's, the big, there's the big dry bit of wood one like flying along yeah um and he says that one because it's a big dry bit of wood that's the one that i that's the one i that's think the one is the samarost yeah 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 he, he got his um cellist friend on that one to record an old cello and uh eru eru i think that's how you spell it e how you say it e-r-h-u and eru are you sure that's how you spell it though uh i think that's how you I say think it. that's how you say spell <laughs> um <laughs> it's a chinese instrument stringed instrument okay again bowed uh yep bowed and I think the guy playing it isn't actually very, like... He's not professional. He's not professional, yeah, he's yeah, not professional yeah. at playing it, but it still it sounds 
good and it's it's the sound that he wanted yeah and he wanted that level to sound dry and airy yeah so you've literally got like a cello i think there might be a viola in there and this eru so it's all stringed and bowed yeah and yeah just dry sounding yeah that's cool i really like the idea of using instruments that um the actual instrument itself is adding some sort of personality to the sound it's making. So he purposefully chose an old cello because that old cello won't sound like that new cello. It all. Do you know what I yeah, mean? It sounds it old, ha- yeah, vintagey, and it's yeah. got a different sound, and it's the one that fits. Um, yeah, I think this link might go straight to it if we're lucky. If we're lucky. I like that. He's thinking about... I think that's the ideal setup for a composer. Yeah. Here are very just different planets. Yeah. Not even on the same planet. It's not the same people or anything. Yeah. Very different planets. Go. Yeah. And you go, oh, cool, I get to play. And And especially if if it's given to the right creative mind as well. Do you know what I mean? Like him. Like him. I I love him. (laughs) (laughs) He seems so nice as well. Yeah, exactly. He seems amazing. Um, I, uh, not had to, um, I joined in with a thing on Facebook. I very rarely go on Facebook, but I'm part of this group called Special Music Friends. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, Okay, no, carry on. Every year they do their top 10 albums of the year. And uh, because we uh, transferred into a new decade this year, uh, they did... Arguably. What do you mean? Oh, what, because it should be at the end of this year? Yeah. I think that's bollocks. Yeah. No one celebrated Y2K <laughs> on t- the end of 2000, did they? Some pedantic people might have done. Well, I don't know. fuck them! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so this year they did a top 20 albums of the last 20 years. The right. Machinarium soundtrack was in my top 20. Just, yeah. It's... I'm just trying to say that's it, that's how important it is that's, to me, William. It's that good. It's in your top 20. What yeah. was your number one? Uh, Aphex Twin Drugs. Oh, I don't think I've listened to Aphex Twin really. You, uh, Do you have to be on drugs to listen to? Definitely drugs? not. No, 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 no. But does it help? Uh, <laughs> no, because it would probably freak you out. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the reason Just I, listening to Pink Floyd freaked me out that time. The reason I <laughs> the, just too much. The reason I put it in there is because I. This is well off topic. I think it it shaped my musical influence more than any other album has ever done. I think it introduced me to the idea of microtonal music. It introduced me to the idea that music doesn't have to be anything. It can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. It doesn't have to be structural at all. It can be scary. It can be beautiful. It can be angry it can be calm and it can be all these things all at once as well in one track you don't just have to go this track's a rock track no this track can be fucking whatever you want it to be every yeah and all of those things as well um i just think from start to finish that that album is just fucking weird but in the most beautiful way you could ever think because he does piano tracks alongside this horrible acid (laughs) drum and bass that is hard to listen to but is still brilliant in its own right um i do find it interesting that relatively few musicians i think properly experiment like i don't i don't think i experiment like that yeah i want to like i want to record sounds and do all the strange stuff yeah yeah. but i don't (laughs) i have no (laughs) but i think i don't often come across musicians who do all that experimenting like they'll play a guitar and they'll play stuff and they'll write an orchestral piece they'll write a synth piece and an 80s piece yeah and it'll all be like well that's that style that's that style there's no no one that i know really or no personally that's creating nice nonsense nice nonsense yeah yeah, that's, yeah. okay oh, apart from you maybe you you did the loop thing that was nice yeah that was nice yeah, nonsense I those stuff. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. yeah yeah that was nice nonsense <laughs> but do you know what i mean like yeah, people. I don't think people experiment as much as they could do. I think there's a bunch of reasons. I think they're worried about what other people would think. Like, oh, it's not the right kind of music. For sure. But also, I don't know. I think a lot of people might want to make some money. Yeah. And if they start doing well, crazy weird experiments, yeah, yeah. it's likely that they won't. But then even 
I don't know, like, like as a pop example, Billie Eilish. Yeah. That's fairly, like, in the pop, well, that's experimental. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and, and I like what she's doing with that sort of, like, weirdness. But I yeah. think, I think, I think it's kind of, not to put her down, but I think that's kind of trendy at the moment to be that sort of, like, you know, but I think that's trendy weird. because of her, though. No, because no. there's other people before her that did stuff like, you know, uh, Thundercat is Thundercat? fucking weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know whether you could call him pop. Um, he's a bassist who just plays jazz, basically. I've shown you Thundercat. Do you remember Probably. I showed you that really fast jazz stuff? It's just like... With like, with like a drum beat in the background and stuff. That, 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 that's wrong. That's a wrong example. I do, I do think there are other weird artists. Uh, Mar, uh, Melanie Martinez, maybe she became became after Billie Eilish. Not These are all event, yeah. girlfriend bands. Girl, girlfriend bands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oliver Tree's been pretty weird. Um, but you don't follow the pop world, so you wouldn't know any of these I don't, names, I don't know anyway. anything. Sales. Yeah. I don't follow any world. You don't like music. I do like music. You don't like music. I do. We went to the pub the other day celebrating your birthday. We went to a brewery. Let's get this right. We went oh, to right. a, yeah, a brewery. Yeah. That isn't actually One brewing beer there organize. yet. Uh, I organised it perfectly. It's not my fault that the brewery had the wrong address on their <laughs> Google still. Yeah. So we turned up. That was enough. Yeah, I know. Uh, other people did turn. I do have other friends. No, you do. You do. You do. Four. Couple. Yeah. Basically, Four that was everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my mum. Yeah, that was another weird minute. <laughs> oh, hi, Willie, I'm here, yeah. My mother's on the bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I had a chaperone for the evening. Yeah. Oh, well, she enjoyed seeing you. Oh, yeah, yeah I enjoyed seeing her. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, we re- you were like, I was talking to this girl, and she we just started talking about music, and then it was well, like, crack was, out the headphones. That was crazy. Swapping. That thing that you were doing, that I've never done that with anyone. Like, if someone shows me music... I'm thinking back to being a teenager and someone does that. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to sit here and listen to your bloody music. I love I it. I don't care. I love it Stop so Stop putting much. headphones in. Mate. I don't want to share your dirty headphones. <laughs> no, I've never got that. I, but I like music. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But I think maybe I like it for a different reason. I don't a know. A different way. It's a different way, isn't it? Yeah. But do you think maybe I'm experienced? I must be experiencing it differently than you are, maybe. If I'm a, like, I'm like some other part of it. But you, I don't know. I don't think you get dopamine. I don't think you're capable of just producing in life dopamine. At all. No, yeah, you just, you just don't along. get it. Well, there's there's an instrument. <sighs> I think I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I mean, my body's trying to tell me that I enjoyed it. <laughs> I won't let it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, where were we? I'm not sure. Machina- can we talk to ma- about Machinarium again, will you? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Right, okay, let me bring up one of my notes. All right. My first note we've talked about, my first note is the bit with the noise, the bit I hate, the <laughs> muting bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've, we've talked about the dribbling boy. The dribbling boy. Yeah, the next bit is just my favourite bit. Can we talk about my favourite bit? We can my talk about your favourite We've talked about your least favourite bit, so let's yeah, talk about let's your favourite bit. Yeah, let's do the contrast. This is a musical contrast. Uh, the Glass House and the Butterfly is the most beautiful song ever made. Okay. Uh, fact. Thank you. So, uh, just uh, we will be um, putting a redaction in the next episode. <laughs> um, it's just amazing. It's not a particularly iconic bit of the game, but for me, it is because of this song that comes in. Starts off all slow. There's nothing. It's just kind of that. You know the background of the dribbling bit where it's just yeah. kind of these noises. It's just sparkly, like, twinkly. It's extras. that sort of stuff. And maybe with like a really low bassoon sound, some sort of aired instrument in there. And then this piano comes in and it's just the chords that it plays. Can we, can we, can we put it on? Can I show you it, William? Yes. And it's got a vinyl sound in there. Yes, nice. it's got the popping sound of a vinyl, yeah. So what would you say that is sort of like... Maybe that is a cello or something. does sound bowed, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you get all the highs. So all of that was just all low pass, and then suddenly you've got all this, and the white noise. Oh, it's so crackly. It's like Beautiful fizzy brain. Oh, it genuinely just gave me goosebumps. I love this <laughs> song so much. It's 
So there's not really any structure to the song at the moment. I mean, you can't. There's no beat. There's nothing really happening there. It's kind of just all just sound. It's just a big wash. It's about the environment, isn't it? Yeah. Even hear the, got the strings sounds and yeah, well. yeah. Though it's got a beat, it's still got the kind of chaos around it. Yeah. Bit. And that I really like that synth noise that he's chosen as well. That. My favorite bit is the crackling. Yeah. The fizzy head crackling. Yeah. I like what they've done on the drums as well, like because it's um, brush drums, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But they put a reverse delay on it. The one in your right. It's going. That bit. Isn't that just a brush on the hi hats? That's that to me. That yeah, second no, one sounds yeah, like it's, it's going got, backwards. I think it's got a pre-reverse, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's going reverse into forwards. Yeah. It's going. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's my favourite song on the the whole like of that. it, and the one that just comes just before that is also brilliant as well. It's called the Wall. But um, see, I like music. <laughs> yeah, I think I think as well with music like this is um, I hold it in such high regard that I don't ever put it on to listen to it because the moment isn't special enough. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, but I think that is you being. You, it's like you save the Adam Buxton podcast to listen to for like when, when you I go want. out. Yeah, yeah, when I go out on a bike ride or something, I yeah. don't listen to that at work because I, it's not special enough. I need to listen to that mm. podcast when I'm doing something significant, and, yeah. and I feel the same way with lots of songs. I can't just listen to that song. I'm not doing something special enough. I can't just do the washing up or listening to the Machinarium soundtrack because yeah. I'm ruining the time I have with that music. Every time I yeah. listen to that song, it needs to be a special occasion. Well, I suppose the first time you listen to the song is in the game, and you've got all of that happening. Exactly. So then so, when you that's to the it, most significant moment. Yeah. That will always be the most significant moment of any of these songs, is playing through the game, listening to these songs, because that was exactly what it was intended for. And you want to... You're not recreating that, but you're keeping it for other moments that can possibly be as special. Yeah. I feel Hmm. like I can wear out music very easily. I'm very worried about that all the time. That's so odd. But I've done it. I have, I have, it's not, I'm worried about this because it's never happened. I'm worried about it because there's songs. Because it it has happened. I don't listen to certain songs anymore because I've worn them out. Although then they've got that shelf life, haven't they? You don't listen to them for like 10 years and then you listen to it again. Oh my God, I remember this. Yes, yeah. and then you, you then fall in love with emotion. it again. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if I listen to that Machinarium soundtrack all the time, if I just listen to that song whenever the hell I wanted, ten years from now, if I listen to it again without listening to it for ages, it wouldn't flood me with memories of these special things. You'd be like, oh yeah, I remember doing the washing up once and I was listening to this. Yeah, it's like old, old video game soundtracks. When you hear it now, because you haven't heard it since the game, yeah. it brings back all the memories and the nostalgia. it's a special moment. Exactly. Even That's... though maybe when you were playing those games, it wasn't a special moment. You were just no. a kid playing games. I was 
was thinking about this yesterday, out of the context of music and into the context of smells. Go on. We talked about smells before. Yeah, I, I played... Was... A... I'm going to cut in now, William. I, over you. I heard. I played a game uh, <laughs> over Christmas called What's That Smell? <laughs> it involved me Is it and an my official bum. game? Or is yeah, it... no, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a board game. It's not even a board game. It's just a game that comes with loads of these scratch and sniff <laughs> things and you sniff them and you have to guess what they are. That's weird. It was cool. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Oh. My, anyway. My smelling experience Go on. was... Um, I was thinking about this as I was walking the dog and around here on one of the industrial estates, like somewhere behind here, yeah. you've got Krispy Kremes, the factory. Okay. Really? Yeah. I think it's on the one, just on the other side of the, it might be quite far away. But like it watch all, it. Watch yeah, more. around there. Watch it. Watch, watch more. Watch more. Yeah, yeah. Around there somewhere. I think there's a Krispy Kreme thing, but it always, not always, a couple of times a week, it smells of Krispy Kremes. Okay. If you go out at the right time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking the dog. Have you, have you written down that time? <laughs> no. You should do a survey. <laughs> when are they making them? Um, no, but I'm out walking the dog and you just get flooded with this whoosh of like Krispy Kremes and it yeah, smells yeah. like really sweet. Yeah. And I'm thinking at the moment like, oh, that's a nice smell. But I know in 10 years time when I'm living somewhere else or doing something you and then you come donuts. back here or you buy some donuts and you'll be like, Oh, and it'll bring back all the memories of walking that dog that is now probably dead or something. Definitely dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds yeah. like I was planning to kill it. I'm not. I like your dog. It seems to like you as well. It's really annoying. You come round and it just ignores me then. It's like, hey, <laughs> Lloyd's here. Woo-hoo. I think it's because you he pick him up. He sees you all the time. Yeah, I don't pick him up either. Why? You could. You know you can rectify that very easily. By picking him up? Yes. I don't want to. I Why? do sometimes. But otherwise he'll get used to it and he'll just start jumping up and be like, right, pick me up now. Yeah. No. Why would you not want to though? I don't get like because then people you're see that as him, like bad behavior. You're no. giving him I like, like picking up my dog. dog syndrome, aren't you? You think he's like, the, oh, look at me! I'm the biggest. I'm the best. Yeah. But no, you're a little dog. Stay that way. I love that you need to put your dog in its place. I do have to. No, you don't. I your do. dog could be the little dog that has the little dog syndrome. You don't want that. Because then the pe- pe- people walking along, it'll bark. He's already barking at people. Oh, really? Have, yeah, as you're walking along, actually, he did get trodden on when I took him out for a walk today. Oh, no. I let him like completely loose on the lead as far as it goes. Yeah. And then he got to the corner and a man was coming around the corner at the same time <laughs> and they just walked into each other. What did the man do? And, just went, and jumped back. <laughs> and I apologised as you do and said, oh, it's fine, he won't bite. He's just barking a lot of you because you trod on him, but... My parents can't do that with their dog. They yeah. have to go, don't touch her. Uh, yeah, see, I don't want that because it can turn into that. And I always hated going around people's houses when they have dogs and you're scared of the dog a little bit because like, oh, if it's in the wrong mood, it will nip at you. Yeah. It's like, I hate that. Yeah. Like, no, I want you to be able to come around and just pick up this dog and it just sits there and go, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, it's it depends fine. on the person as well, doesn't it? You know, if you're brilliant with animals like... Uh, no, he like loves me. everyone. No. Nope. Oh, all right. Nope. You made it sound like I was special. No, you're the only one that comes around. <laughs> I don't let anyone else come Special around. by, uh, uh, what's the word? <laughs> oh, just special. Just, just special. special, just yeah. special. Um, default, that was the word I was looking for. Special by default. Special by default. Yeah. Machinarium, yeah. talking about vintage sound the on, thing. The poppy he, pops. He did that on, of course he did it on purpose, but he specifically wanted everything to sound old and yeah. rusty yeah yeah rusty I was going to say rusty is the word isn't it because yeah. all of the illustration and stuff with Machinarium it's all rusty yeah it's all, but it's beautiful it's such a brilliant world that it has, it has created it's a combination of mechanical and organic at the same time as well yes so again that has to be reflected through the music yeah exactly yeah so that's a that's a mixing of analog and digital isn't it really yeah that's exactly what that which is which that whole track was you have the super analog piano but again it's vintage it sounds like a it might have been left alone for a few years and, and you can got hear the cello sounds you can there, hear all the is... pedals on it I like yeah that. i love that that's another thing that apex just quickly with that drugs yeah. album there's a few songs on there where he recorded inside the piano so the only microphone is inside the piano so you yeah. can hear the hammers hitting Everything. the strings and you can hear the pedal sounds and i've got the well, you told me i remember the gentleman this. piano yeah. on there i think there's a bunch of others that do it as well but the gentleman does it nice and you can turn up the volume of just the pedals or yeah. turn up the key like hammers and stuff yeah yeah so you can get a yeah. That's I think. so funny. Do you think that like when pianos were first invented, people were trying to avoid that sound as much as possible? They didn't want that. Like they were trying to hide that noise by putting all of that stuff behind wood. And I'd have to know when piano 
pianos were invented. Oldest instrument, is that right? One of them? No, no that can't be right, no, can that it? can't be right no. at all. Oh, I'm an idiot. Why did I even say that out loud? I guess the oldest instrument would be a stick. <laughs> a drum, I guess, the drum. The, yeah. the, no one plays the drums and goes, here's my instrument and holds up their stick. Just do they? this. Just... Well... On there, he plays a lot of weird instruments. Yeah. On Samorost, especially, I don't know about Machinarium, but on Samorost, he was using, um, what do we call eggplants? Aubergines. Is that what we call? Aubergine, Okay, yeah. yeah. So he uses them um, for getting the like percussion noises, the dum dum Yeah, cool. And I saw a picture of it, and he has it kind of laid on top of, there's a glass, I think it's got some water in. Okay. There's like a tumbler, about that big. Yeah. And then this is laid on top, and he's hitting that, so I think it's kind of held up. And it's barely touching anything. It's just touching the edges of the glass. Yeah, so it goes, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah, cool. Because if, if you've ever been doing the washing up and you've got like a saucepan or something. I was doing this in the shower yesterday. There's a very specific bit in the shower and it's the wall itself is vibrating back at me. Okay. What's that? Okay, what's that? Something resonance. Harmonic resonance? Uh, yeah, what, where something is vibrating and it also makes something else vibrate. So yeah. if you play a G on your guitar something yeah. else in the room will vibrate at that if that's what it's harmonic resonance is yeah. yes and you do it when you're washing up yeah yeah oh no no uh, that's not what, well oh, yeah you're maybe. talking about when you've got water in and you knock hit it, it and it goes yeah and it goes yeah 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 i love that noise someone must have used that in songs they must have done and at my mum's you've got all the pots and pans i don't know if it's like that anymore but she has like a i think it's an old clothes era Okay. And it was hanging up like in the kitchen, yeah. and all the pots and pans would hang off of that. So you could then make noises, or you could hit them as well. Yeah, but you yeah. could make noises with your mouth, and that one will vibrate. And then you make another note, and that one vibrates, and you... Yeah. And you try and figure out which one is doing it. Yeah. Oh, the fun you can have washing up. Yeah. This is a, this is a tangent. Nikola Tesla... Do you know about this? Using harmonic res- uh, resonance... I might have even spoken about this before on the podcast... I'm not sure. What does he use it for? To destroy buildings, William. Ah, <laughs> smart. Yes. So you find the harmonic resonance of the uh, the material, so the steel. Yeah. You play it at it so loud. Yeah. Or you hammer it so that it hits the harmonic resonance in time exactly every time. Ooh. And then eventually that will just make the whole thing fall apart. Has that been proven to work? Yes. Uh, oh. Mythbusters did a whole episode on it did because they? the yes because uh, awesome I there's need to watch a, that one there's a myth about um, that uh, if a if a army marches across a bridge yeah. at the right resonance the bridge will destruct and they tried to test that yeah and it did that yeah that would make sense yeah yeah that's really cool yeah and Tesla Tesla sound is dangerous oh it's so cool mate <laughs> vibrations and that um, should we get back onto the machinarium again. It's your turn for a note. I haven't got many left, so... <laughs> it's my turn for a note. Um, I didn't make many notes. Mine's all about Samros 3, oh, okay. Modern Machinarium. All right. Just because that's what he was doing, the talk on that I watched. Again, yeah. I'll link all of this in the show notes. You let, can let me do my final videos. note on you Machinarium. You do your final note. Well, it's, it's, it's something that's just in good game design, and it's, yeah. when, it's when the music reflects the characters that are on the screen. So there's these bad men. Mm. You've got Yosef, who's Badman. the protagonist, and yep. then you've got Badman. Uh, there's two badmen, uh, and they want to, for some reason, blow up Machinarium. So they make a bomb, and sellotape it to the side is of the Is Machinarium building. the city? Oh, that's, yeah, I've just made the... that assumption, didn't I? But that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, because looking at, there's nothing else on that planet, really, there. All you can see, like on that picture there, is the city. Yeah, and then and the rest else. of it's just a wasteland. Yeah. And you start off... Yeah, in just the wasteland. Outside it, yeah. Why would they want to blow up Machinarium, the city? Because they're just mischievous, else... William. Oh, they're just I, I can't bastards. stand people like that. They're just bloody bastards. I hope they didn't get away with it. Well, you saved the day. Yay! Yeah. Is that the good bit of game design? The main what, character you saving saves the day. The day? <laughs> no, I, I like think it that's, when that happens. It's called generic game design. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever they're on screen, they've got their own little theme. And it sounds like, yeah, that's the that's the like light motif stuff again, isn't it? Yes, it's exactly that. Yeah, Which yeah, is awesome. And I think it's even specific instruments as well yeah. that he uses, or maybe not even instruments, just specific sounds. That... If if you do stuff like that enough, then you can you can hint at it like in other bits of the game, even when they're not on the screen. You can yeah. have that sound just off there somewhere, you know. Oh, oh no, the bad They might be in the next the next screen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, see, yeah. I, see, I do like music. 
<laughs> you like the theory of music. Maybe. No, yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm, no not, idea. <laughs> I'm not going to argue whether you like or dislike music. <laughs> I just like to point out that I do. Okay. And I'm going to point out all the time. Yeah, now. you're just going to... I do like music. At the end, end of 2020, I'm going to show you how many hours I've listened to on Spotify. Okay. It won't be many. I know. It doesn't count either because I can... Well, it does count. What I'm... <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Because I could be listening to it and not appreciating it. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. can put stuff on in the background. My most listened to thing at the moment is um, like a, a a thing that I put on when I'm playing poker. Do you know what I mean? It's just because yeah. it's like background music that I put on. Yeah. So, false! <laughs> <laughs> right, the last the last little note that I have. Um, what, on Machinarium? No, on uh, Sam Ross. Oh, okay. I don't really have any notes on Machinarium. You saw, you saw the one line of note that I made. Yeah, what was it? Read it out loud. <laughs> the note, um, I'll read it word for word. Machinarium, based on more mechanical and electronic sounds, but tried to make it sound old and vintage. Tried for a rusty and dirty sound. Yeah, we've already, we've already covered that as well. I know, that was the only note that I had. Yeah. So I'm glad we got on this one. Good that you made some notes on Machinarium. Uh, yeah, well, I played through... <laughs> William, yeah. I didn't just make notes. I played through the whole game this morning. Sam Ross 3. Yeah. Um, Flex says that the most important instrument in the whole thing... Trumpet. No. Uh, is it the clarinet? Yeah. Yeah, That's because the, the little boy... Is. Yeah, the little boy? The little boy? <laughs> oh, he's a gnome? Gnome, yeah. Actually, is his name gnome? I don't know if that's his name, but I think that's what he originally is or was. Yeah. They called him... It's either a gnome or he is gnome. Yeah. It's one of those. Um... But yeah, he said that, that the clarinet's the most important one because that's the that if you listen to the clarinet being played, they did like hardly any sort of editing on it. Okay, cool. That is basically that's what the clarinet sounds like. Does he play it as well? I'm not sure. Don't know. I do like music. <laughs> that's going to be the new. I'm so sorry. I do like music. Yeah. Um, he said uh, there was he there was a lot of flute type instruments he says it's flute type like instruments. woodwind stuff yeah it's funny that a flute is a woodwind isn't it because it's, it's not made metal. of wood but yeah. it's classed as woodwind isn't it flute yes yeah yeah because it's either woodwind or brass they're your two options woodwind brass does reed count as its own thing or is reed part of woodwind it you'd have like well saxophone and stuff is going to be brass. And they're woodwind saxophones of coffee obviously it's brass because it's brassy yes yeah um lots of flute type instruments okay he says he likes those because they are kind of emotive like a human voice. Yeah. He Because it's breathy. Yeah. And yeah, so he, he likes And you can ones. accent it in different ways as well, can't you? Because you can, you can push it too hard and make it do that sort of do like... weird things. Angry he, noises and... He uses... He showed a picture. So he's got like the end of... It looks like the end of like a tenor recorder, just the last end of it. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure how that's making sound, but he's making sound with that. And he says he was using um, party blowers as well to make the... I'm not getting them out. Oh. Not till the end of the episode. Okay. Um, But yeah, he was using those and he collected lots of jaw harps. They're the other, one of the other big instruments that he used. Yeah. But he didn't just use one jaw harp. Um, You know, for the bit where you're playing, like, there's these weird tentacles coming out. Like, um, big, long... uh, Yeah, they're not tentacles. They're, like, just... Antenna. Antenna, that's the right word, that's yeah. That's the word, yeah. I was thinking tentacle. No. But it's like a thin and Anyway, yeah. How many tentacles does an octopus have? What, is this a trick question? Yeah. Oh. Um, 16. None. Oh. Tentacles are classified as legs, and an octopus has eight arms. That's weird. What has tentacles, then? Squids. Oh. Carry on. I've been watching, watching. Uh, I've been watching <laughs> QI. <laughs> Um, what was my point? My point was he oh, used I'm a lot sorry. of jaw harps. No, that's do. fine. Um, but that one specifically is a Chinese jaw harp there in the picture. Okay. Um, but he wanted different sounds for like each. He layered them up. So I think like if I was doing that kind of thing, I would have probably gone, oh yeah, a jaw harp. And I'd just use a jaw harp for like each antenna. And then cue it different or something. Yeah, and then mess around with it. But he went, no, nope, I'm going to use lots of different jaw harps. I want a Chinese one for that one. And I want a normal mouth harp for that one. And then I'm going to layer up a bunch there. So, I, again, I just like the the thought he put behind everything. Yeah, the, absolutely. Impressive. The creativeness and the the just the, the effort, in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. you could just, as you said, what you would do, lazy, what you would do would be Not just what I would find do now. What I, now I've learned. Now that, that you've learned you can, how to be creative. And you can put effort in. It's yeah. okay to put effort in. <laughs> 
now I've learned that. Yeah. yeah. I like how creative and how much work he's actually putting into it and just thought behind it. And then, obviously, as I always say, it's the result that matters. Yeah. And the result's really good. Awesome. Yeah. Just so good. If the result was good with just one little jaw up, then I would be praising that as well, I suppose. Because he would have put the thought behind, no, you don't need a lot of jaw hearts. You don't need to EQ it. You just use one really simple one. You're happy with everything, William. I think it's, just, it's all good, isn't it? I like, I like it. music. Yeah. <laughs> and the last note I had on um, on Flex specifically, he says that a... Uh, I'm going oh, to ask this as a question. Go on then. What do you think he said <laughs> was a very inspiring instrument? And this is going to be like a trick question. Inspiring. Um, is it 16 tentacles? No. Um, is it... Um, and it's not the a musical instrument. Oh, so it's an object that he says is a very inspiring instrument to use as an instrument. The computer? No, that that would be, I guess, because it's all done on a computer. But yeah. no, go on. A bicycle. Really? Yeah. That's like this is like talking to uh, Dino again. Yeah, Deno, Deno Ver. Yeah, because he bloody he loved his bicycle. bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> But he says, yeah, he used the bicycle. Um, he played the, the spokes a lot. That's what Deno did as yeah. well. And they made lots of weird sounds. Huh. Was Deno from, was he Czech as well? No, he was Austrian. Austrian, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're just going to blame like, Czech Republic. Yeah, they just play bikes there. That's Bloody what they do. Europeans with all <laughs> their weird musics. Um, but yeah, he he likes playing the bicycle. and. Uh, so I'm guessing that, w- would it make different noises because it's rotating You've kind of got that Doppler effect happening all the time. That sort of like, it must be oh, changing you, the way the... Well, the do- yeah, because it's going away from the microphone, isn't it? So you but get then also towards it at the same time. Yeah. If you think about it. But you don't have to rotate it. You could just hit it and hit different parts and get yeah. ones that are further away. And each spoke sounds a little bit different. Um, and then he would apply, uh, he uses some, some old echoes on it. Like okay. Specifically, he used the Space Echo RE201. And the Roland Chorus Echo. Are they both racks, do you think? Like, um, oh, I don't know. I'd have to, again, have they're not going to be guitar pedals, are they? No, they're not guitar pedals. They're specific. These are echo. Yeah. They could go in a rack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. They're, they're, what I'm saying is they're actual physical bit I'm of going kit. to answer yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, he uses some rack echoes, but they're really old ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, just I think to get a more niche, just unique sound. Yeah. Like if you just, well, first of all, if you just record a bicycle, it sounds like every other bicycle, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Classic sound. Yeah. But put an old the echo classic on. bicycle Whoa, sound. There you go. I remember when uh, Queen used the old classic bicycle sound. <laughs> That's a very clever joke because they've got a song yeah. about bicycles. I got that one. Oh, thanks. Do you know what? Because I like music. <laughs> <laughs> you just like Queen's, William. <laughs> true. Very true. That's all the sort of notes I've got on... Flex and Samarost, and you've got the machinarian bit. Oh, we missed. We mi- what have we thing- missed? We, we, well, no. we don't have to miss anything. We physically we missed here. him oh. playing, didn't we? Oh, what, in London? Yeah. Well, yeah. he played all over the Europe, but yeah, he played with a robot, Yosef. Yes, you said that before, yeah. yeah. Was he doing the drums? Like The the Yosef was doing the yeah. drums, yeah, so he had solenoids in his... Um, what are solenoids? His- so a solenoid is a mechanical uh, thing that uh, you put an electrical current through it and it will prop up. Okay. So it's just a it's a motor essentially, yeah. but it's a specific type of motor. So you shoot electrical currents at the right time to the right bits. Yep. And and it plays it plays drums. So it's got a got snare a drum, drum under one thing, and it's got a bass drum under whatever. But we were saying that before how it's still, it is kind of like a drum machine, but it's still it's someone playing the actual. Drums yeah, exactly. Almost. It's not a drum machine because there'll be points where maybe the solenoid doesn't push up as hard. So you've got volume yeah. and velocity there. And, and you know, maybe it might Basically even just get rid of a drummer. Don't need a drummer. Yeah. Fuck yeah. drummers. Just bring a robot on stage with you every time. He did say it was a lot of effort. Yeah. Although drummers are a lot of effort. Am I right? right? right. right. Oh, drummer jokes. Um, yeah. Uh, he's, he said it, it didn't go right. And, and <laughs> you know, it, it was a lot of effort. Basically. But again, an experiment. Yes, exactly. Someone and um, we're talking about it. And we haven't even seen it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't, can't, through Instagram. Okay. Seen bits. I haven't seen it. Well, that's because you like music. <laughs> um, I was. What was I going to say? I was just going to say about experimental music. Um, back to Aphex Twin as well, but I'm sure back to Thomas. Although Thomas was working to a brief, um, and he just approached the brief in an amazing, spectacularly experimental way. But yeah. I think the thing with Aphex Twin is he's just making music to please himself. 
he would be making that music even if it wasn't being listened to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He would he would just churn out songs over and over again just because that's just what he does with his life. He just makes songs. Yeah. And I think at that point, you'd, I don't know, you feel like, well, you have to. If you if he didn't make music... He'd die. Basically, yeah. Yeah, you just shrivel up. Ugh. That's a weird thing. No, music. but it's a passion, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it? but a... I think in general, it, as a human, it's weird that music exists. Do you think? Like, oh, I find this sound wave really pleasurable, but this sound wave that's a little bit different, well, I don't like that one. But Put then... these sound waves together, it's really nice. Yeah. That's such an odd... I think there's a universal thing as well, isn't there? Like, you know, everyone's going to find an open C chord pleasurable and then everyone's going to find a a minor C chord sad. We've all got that built in of listening to something and seeing it's happy. I'm not not sure how much of that is nature and nurture. Because if you... We find, like, if you play a root and a major third together, we're sort of trained to think, oh, it's happy because it's part of a major chord. Yeah. But if you just keep on playing them together and just have those two and you start listening to it and analysing it, you realise how much they clash. They don't go nicely together at all. No? No. I would, I'd say sit there with a guitar, like for 15 minutes, just playing root and a third. Yeah. Root and a third everywhere. And you'll... Yeah, they don't go nicely together. No. It's weird. Uh, but, uh, but we is are, it one of those things where if you add in the fifth, then it, it sounds even more like it fits together? Yeah, the fifth always sounds solid. But a third, you think it's meant to sound nice and happy, but it's weird and just... Yeah. Okay. But maybe that's the same thing as saying a word too much, it stops making sense. Play a chord too much, stops sounding right. Yeah. Expose yourself to something enough, then it will be... Yeah. You know, you'd be um, desensitised In prison. What? (laughs) (laughs) Expose yourself enough, and you will be in prison. You're rubbing your face like you need to end this before, before we've, I go, we've yeah. spoken too much. I think we've... we've um, Exhausted by my brain. Yeah, we've talked about what we wanted to talk about. Well, we might have rectified some problems. Is we may have saying. created a lot more. <laughs> may, definitely. Yeah, but that's what the next episode's for. I, I just hope that... I hope I've said enough good things that make people want to go out and play the game if they haven't, because you bloody should, because it's really good. And it's ten years old. Yeah, I think with that kind of stuff is nice as well because it doesn't, it's not going to age really because it's hand drawn yep. with some nice like graphics and textures on top. But what more? That's it. Like, I, there's I, no sort of advanced graphics in there. No, exactly. Because it doesn't have like a, oh, well, wouldn't this look great in 1080p? No, because it's all hand drawn. It's it's going to... It just is. Yeah. Um, I think there's, I've got like mild examples of games like this don't age because i've been playing a game called fable not the fable you know a game from 1995 called fable which is also a point and click which is also hand drawn which is also voice acted and the only thing it's aged is the graphics because it's not windows 95 so but the only thing that wouldn't have really is resolution that's what i'm saying yeah yeah it doesn't really have the resolution but it's still brilliant like it's still a a, a cool point and click game also yeah. it's maybe the controls you're not they won't age will they because there is That's, no controls yeah. as such. Well, you, you get that you do get that in games when it's like you, they haven't perfected what the controls feel like now everyone's used to well this is just how games play yeah but 10 or 20 years ago you're still trying to figure out what's going to be the best way do you press triangle to jump <laughs> well let's press circle all right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, no and we all agreed now you press x yeah 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 that's the that's the thing and also the analog sticks as well. Like, do you use the D-pad or the analog stick to move? You've got to figure those things out. Yeah. Whereas point and clicks, you know. You point, you click. Do I use a finger? No! You can, Use though. the cursor. No. So, if if he really wanted you to go out and play it, he would say, play it on whatever device you want. Just just play it. Yeah, no, okay. Look, and then right. once you've done that, play it on the computer because it's better. It is better. Well, no, <laughs> why would you play the worst version first? Look, if you have access to something with a mouse... I'd say play it on that, just because you have the clues of... It It will just help you in general. If you travel a lot, I would say play it on an iPad or play it on your phone. The other thing that I just remembered that's quite cool about the game, if you yes. get stuck, you can get a hint, but you have to play a game to unlock the hint. Right. So you have to complete like a, a level of Space Invaders that's before nice. you're that allowed is, a it's hint. It's making you... Not as a consequence, but it's making you put in effort. Yeah. It's like, do you really the... want? Do you want to hint this much that yeah. you're willing to play Space Invaders? Yeah. 
Like, yes. Yes, All please, right. for the love of God. I've been on this for an hour. <laughs> so there we have it. Good design, good music, good whatever that is. Well, that was that, wasn't it? That was that indeed. Actually, I don't really want to say that was that. It makes that it sound that. like, you know, you're it's a bit washing your hands of it. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, we well, that, that was that. We're done with that now. Get, get, get away. No, no. It should be more of a, well, look what we've created, William. That's a bit too much, though, isn't it? Is that too much? I've I gone think, too far. Yeah. I've gone too far the other way. I mean, we sat here and we talked. Yeah. We sat here, we talked, and we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, you know, what more could you ask for, really? Maybe they sat there and they listened, William, yeah? Yeah. They reciprocated in the same sort of way. Maybe they went out and rode their bike. Maybe they hold this podcast in such high regard, like I do with the Adam Buxkin podcast, that they don't even listen to it until it's a special occasion. Maybe you listen to this, you just proposed to your wife, and you thought, hey, I'm going to whack out a podcast now that's so significant to me that I'm going to listen to it now and make the wife listen to it. And they're going to think back at the time when they proposed and yep. they'll remember Composer Cast episode remember. 33. Yes. And Amanita Design, they'll remember that as well, won't they? Yeah. And they might even think, William, they might even think about joining our Patreon. Might they, they might do, yeah, might maybe. They. If like they all, want to. If, then... Well, you know, we're not forcing you to, but um, if you don't, I, mean, I am going to find out where you live. I am going to bring a brick with me and I'm going to smash at least two windows. So... And if you've got a conservatory, I'm going to do the whole of that. I'm I'm not part of this. At You're not all. joining in with that. No, what? I didn't agree. I didn't realize. I've written this your was... name on the brick. Ah, shit. <laughs> all right. It's, so... My name is uh, William Helliwell. <laughs> yeah. And my name is Lloyd Atranta. Uh, and thank you for listening. And thanks for being a patron. If you are a patron, thank you, Fen. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. Not Martin anymore. Oh, really? Did he drop out? Yeah, he went to Japan, didn't he? So oh, he... yeah, he's allowed, isn't he? Yeah, he's allowed to drop out. Well, yeah. thanks, thanks anyway, Martin, for the past. Uh, thanks, James, and thanks, Tom. That's everyone. I've Yay. done it. I've done it all from memory. But just just search ComposerCast on Patreon if you want to help support us. Um, ComposerCast on Twitter as well if you want to if you want to chat to us or send us any messages or please do that. Please send us something. Go on. Yeah, people. Just- Tell William that he likes music. <laughs> I do like music. Honest. I like music. No, I don't. S- or send me music to listen to. Yes. I in, found some good new bands actually. Recently. In the vein of I don't know, like I guess anything. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. Whatever. See, whatever. This is you're how little listener. you like music is that you can't even name a genre that you like. <laughs> just in, uh, that's not what. No, I didn't want to name a genre because we were just talking about experimental music yeah, and okay. how it's all. So I didn't want to be like, uh, send me some, send me some Taylor Swift. Yeah, because uh, yeah, she was in my top ten last year on Spotify. Well, I did like 1989. It was quite a good album actually. Oh, and the year I was born. No, I was born in '88. Uh, did I say you? Oh, yeah. I thought you were in my voice. I, I thought wasn't. You no, me. I wasn't being you, William. No, no, no. When I'm doing that, I do nothing. I like music. Thanks for listening. Bye.